seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. How are you doing today, my love? Hello, hello. My name is Talia Joy. If you are new, welcome. I am so excited that you are here, and I'm really excited for this podcast episode, what we're going to talk about today, the divine pause. There's a lot of different things that are going to come into this, including tests and embodiment and intuition, and when we feel stuck, stay stagnant, unclear. There's a lot. All these things are going to come together. So if you are interested in this, experiencing this, want to move through this type of energy, then you are in the right place. I think this is going to be really cool. I'm excited. Before we dive in, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Are you drinking enough water? Have you gotten outside lately? Just checking in. Um, Speaking of outside, if any of you are near me or the Pacific Northwest or maybe wherever you are, um, fall has just come in like crazy. And I know I have a lot of friends in Australia and New Zealand. You guys are on the other side of the spectrum heading into uh, spring and summer. But for us, fall just feels like it came out of nowhere. I feel like I was having a picnic like two weeks ago at the beach. And the other day there was this freak snow moment that lasted a bunch of hours, um, where it was snowing. And I know that sounds crazy for me to think that's crazy being that I'm in Canada. However, we don't actually get snow a lot where I am. And there's some years we don't even get snow at all. And usually if we do, it's not till January or February. It's kind of like, we always have this moment of like, maybe we won't get snow this year. And then they're like, ha just kidding. And then we get our sort of winter, which usually doesn't even last that long. It's colder. Yes. But the snow doesn't happen all the time. I know, right? Canadian, we don't even have snow all the time. What the heck? I've had clients that really, I think they picture me that I live maybe in an igloo. I'm like, yeah, we have Wi-Fi, and, uh, yeah, we have homes. I'm just kidding. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so fall has just come out, of, uh, come out of nowhere, which is beautiful. And as I mature, I appreciate the changing seasons more and more. I've always been a summer girl. I love bare feet and not having to think too much about layering up. I love thin cotton. I love being in the lake and being outside and camping and outside like summer nights. And oh, I just, I love it. I feel like I could mostly live in a year round warm climate. However, I do, I've grown and matured to appreciate. Yes. Everyone in my family hates that I say that because I do all the time. I'm like, as I mature, they're like, mom, you're being such a dork. When you're more mature, you're understand, you'll understand why that word is awesome. Okay. 
what I was saying is just that I appreciate the changing seasons as time goes on. And as much as I often question if I will even make it through the winter, because I am always so friggin' cold, um, I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, if I go outside, I may never warm up. Do you realize that? Not being dramatic, I might literally die out there. He's like, I think you're okay. Um, but anyways, I still do appreciate the energy that comes with the changing seasons and where we are going into fall. Fall is a very yummy time of deep introspection. Fall is a time of going inward. It's like actually physically less about the things you're doing out in the world and more about the um, homestead or the inner homestead, the family, the connection, the community, or the inner family, like your inner connection with yourself, um, your community. That is truly the time to go inward and spend that time um, on the on the unit. Again, whether that's just you or you live with people, it's that time to go inward. And I feel, I was just talking to some friends about this yesterday, um, that we're all kind of feeling this feeling of like, it's not this fall. And maybe for you, it might be different because it's different for everyone. But for me, this fall isn't so much about excavating, like the energy of like, I'm going to rip out all my limiting beliefs. I'm going to, you know, heal all the deep, dark stuff because I've really been through some massive seasons of healing and I'm feeling the results of that healing in such a liberating, free, more powerful way that I actually feel like this fall is more about embodiment and really nurturing myself. And I, I put that forward for you to have an invite that maybe this is what this season is for you, whether you're in fall or not. It's really about coming back home to self, coming back into nurturing. So when you think of, for me, fall, it's also like root veggies and like roasted stuff and soups and stews and warm meals and the fire and, you know, fireplaces and watching movies and it's darker more. So you're like more inside, more comfy, more flannel. I don't know. These are just random things that I think of when I think of fall, the color orange. Um, and so we bring that and cultivate that inside. So the energy of crock pots and the energy of comfies and the energy of nurture. And so it really feels to me like stay warm and take baths and allow yourself to feel and allow yourself to be and read some books and drink some more tea and light some candles and just like really have that inward time. Um, the other day here, the power went out because we live kind of out in the bush. Um, the power goes out fairly often, especially when there's weather stuff. And there's that beautiful feeling of the power outage. And because of devices nowadays, most things still have batteries when the power goes out. So my kids were like, Oh, can we go on our iPads or whatever? And we actually, I just said like, no, let's just embrace this. Like, well, why not? I'm like, well, first of all, like we don't want to use all the battery of everything. So we don't know when it'll come back on, but more importantly, let's light some candles and we have a wood burning stove and it's just so comfy. And it's like, no, when I was a kid, we gathered, we played cards. We, you know, um, huddled around the one or two candles and it was just something that's like, no, let's, let's huddle. So it kind of feels like that's the energy right now is coming into yourself. So maybe you still are, or not just still, because I'm always in deep healing as well, but maybe you are in a season of deep healing, allow that healing to be um, nurtured in or embodied. Okay. Let that healing have the energy of nurture. So if you're in a deep season of healing, it's not just about ripping things out and excavating and getting rid of, it's about integrating more into who you truly are, your truth, your core values, your connection to spirit, your connection to yourself, your connection to your soul. 
you know, it's a, it's, you know, this, all these truths are sort of dichotomies because in some ways, like you are the most important in other ways, we want to think of oneness, right? It's not just all about us, but when it comes to your life, your healing, your results, how you feel in your life, when we come back home to ourselves, that's where the answers are. That is where the portal is. That is where the blueprint is to your success and your joy. It is within you. And this kind of bumps up against if this lights you up um, and you haven't already, go listen to the previous episode called uh, You First or You First Boo because it kind of goes deeper into that about taking care of yourself. But this is these are the vibes that are coming up. And so I hope there was something supportive in that for you. And I just want to say before we launch into this episode, if anyone is on the fence considering joining us in Empath Breakthrough, no matter when you listen to this, it is on fire. We have completed day one. The vibes are high, really powerful stuff coming through. I've had feedback listening on the private podcast, um, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, for Four modules, a full program delivered over the course of a week. But by the time you get this, especially in the future, it is all hosted on a private podcast. And I've even broken it down yesterday. I took the um, training and then I broke it down and I had the full training. And then I also created an episode that was just the tools because the last half of the training, I was talking about the, f- the practical tools that we use, the grounding, the clearing, the, all this stuff for empaths. So I bro- even broke that down so that it's going to be this awesome um, course and resource for you to listen to for the rest of your life. It's called Empath Breakthrough, helping you to manage, stabilize, understand your energy as an empath, and then move into thriving, move into manifestation, um, move into your purpose as an empath, move into the gift of being an empath while also learning how to all those things, ground, clear, protect, create boundaries, really stand in the seat of your power, not be an overgiver to the point that you're depleted, not be always exhausted and taking on other people's stuff. So if you've been looking for practical tools as well as more understanding, Understanding about what it means to be an empath, especially manifesting as an empath. This course is for you, as I said, hosted on a private podcast. So you can listen forever. It's super fun. So the link will be for that below if you're interested. And let's move into this episode. So today we're talking about the sacred pause. And first, what I'm going to, how I'm going to set the scene so that you understand what this sacred pause is being so dramatic because it makes you lean in and go, Ooh, this is really important. Okay. Oh, Talia, this is the downside to giving me my own show. It's my own show and I'm a weirdo. So, okay. Um, sometimes in life we are going along on our journey and we experience the energy of a pause. So this can be like feeling stuck, not moving forward, feeling like you're moving backward. It can be that you have been calling in more money and nothing or trying to call in more money and nothing's coming forward. Or you're trying to put all these pitches out to the universe in your career or in your business and nothing's coming in. It can be a time that, as I said, feels like stagnancy. Like in my business, for instance, a sacred pause would be a time that I go, which actually has been happening a lot lately, (laughs) which where I go, like, I don't know what I feel inspired to put out next, the containers in which to put out. I am, I sometimes get into these phases of like, what do people most need? What would be of most service within my wheelhouse, within my gifts? And sometimes it's not always clear. Other times I'm like, fuck yeah, we've got this challenge and oh my gosh. And you know, as I said in the last episode, there's something very exciting that is very big being birthed and created behind the scenes. So I am definitely in action mode behind the scenes. However, there's lots of times when I'm like, I don't really, 
really know what I want to put out next. I don't really know what I feel like. And if I go through a portal like activated and I'm with a group for like eight weeks, I feel like I just take a bit of a pause and I'm like, there's nothing really going on right now. I don't have anything massive that I need to bring to you. And in those moments, whether in your life, it's your business, it's relationships, if there's a gap, the first thing to note is that I know that you've made the gap mean something. Like, let's get really honest. This is the time to be honest with yourself if this is true to you or if this is ringing, ringing true and hitting home. Usually when we have a pause, we make it mean something. I'm stuck. I'm stagnant. I don't know what to do. If I'm not putting things out in my business, I'm not making money. If I haven't found the one yet, it means there's something wrong. I must be doing something wrong. I must not be manifesting well enough. What is wrong with me? Why can't I do this? I must be too messed up. It must be not in the cards for me. Why does this keep on happening? What is wrong? Why can't I make more money? This is so frustrating. Still nothing, still nothing, right? I know that some of that you're like, whoa, is she in my head sometimes? Because I'm just recounting what goes on in my head sometimes. And I know my clients well, and I know you well, and I know myself well. And this is the narrative that comes up when we get into a pause. Something is wrong. Because not only are we fed a constant highlight reel, literally reels on Instagram and Facebook and all this, we're shown all these things. We're taught nonstop about quantum leaps and overnight sensations and how things can change really fucking fast. And that is true. And there is a place for that message. Someone like Tony Robbins to stand up and be like, I came from this place and then I created this. And in the course of a year, I built a whatever business. And then the next year, like there is a place for that because that's inspiring. There's a part of it that leads you or hopefully leads you to go like, oh my God, that's amazing. I can do it. But when we are inundated, is it inundated or unindated? Anyway, that one (laughs) with stuff, content that is constantly showing us that That is all we see. And we always have this perception that things should be happening faster, that it should have happened by now, that it's happening faster for other people and that we are somehow behind. So if you actually go to a Tony Robbins event, which I have been to a Tony Robbins event or watch any of his longer stuff, more than the 30 second clip, you hear that he talks about doing the work and he talks about showing up for yourself every single day. He talks about reprogramming your mind. He talks about the patterns and the habits that you need to start to create for yourself and the things that you have to break and shift and change and heal. He has people break down in those big, the date with destiny events and probably all of them, right? Break down to release, to build back up. Like this is the work. And it's not overnight. It is not overnight. I say this often. There is 100% a such thing as a quantum leap. There's 100% a such thing as like, oh my God, I tripled my income. And I've had lots of things where I manifested this almost overnight, or I lost this amount of weight by, you know, loving myself versus dieting, or I did, you know, there's all the things. However, I said this in the, I think it was the last episode, all of those massive leaps, hear me, please. All of those massive leaps were preceded by years of work or lots of incremental upgrades before. 
You know the feeling when you start getting into a zone. So let's just imagine, or maybe there's been a time in your life where you were unhealthy and then you like found exercise, or we can imagine someone who's like, you know, really feeling lethargic or unhealthy and they want to get in shape and they discover exercise. And at first it is fucking hard to not go to the couch when you normally do or not get up, you know, or it's hard to get up two hours earlier or an hour earlier or to remember to do this or to go to the gym or to, you know, it is tough when you're used to eating processed food to start incrementing more vegetables that you secretly hate. And you think this is like, is this the way I have to eat the rest of my life? Like all of the reprogramming And let's just assume in this story that the person comes out the other side incredibly healthy and they've done all these things and lowered their cholesterol or maybe lost weight or whatever it is. The success story is there. So backing up to the point where they start making changes, it is hard and it's not always up and up and up. And if you think of health or in that type of journey or a healing journey of some sort, anyone who's actually been through it would never say that actually every day was better than the one before. There's always setbacks. There's always temptations. There's always a binge or an emotional setback or a week that they gained weight or whatever. And I'm just using that as a metaphor, that as an example. There's a wobble, right? There's a wobble. There's time that has to pass. So the reason why I'm focusing so much on this is number one, when we have more patience, things happen faster. I know it's the craziest thing and we can't do it so that it happens faster, But by being patient, you are more in surrender. You are more in gratitude. You are more in, I'm okay right now. I'm willing to wait. And that is fucking magnetic versus I need it now or else I'm not okay. That's not, that's not the vibe. So we need to come back to the sacred pause though. So as we go through our manifestation journey, our awakening journey, it's not all that Tuesday was better than Monday and Monday was better than Sunday and Sunday. It's a freaking up and down journey constantly. And what spirit cares the most about, what is going to help you to manifest the most is if you are learning how to, in some way, regulate your vibe, regulate your nervous system, come to a better feeling place and ultimately raise your self-worth. This is behind the scenes. That is my job with my clients to raise their self-worth so that they can manifest what they desire. To connect them, yes, with their soul, yes. To connect them with their soul's path, absolutely. To connect them with their intuition, to teach them how to manifest, yes. But they won't be able to do it if they don't love themselves, they don't believe in themselves, and that is at a really low place. We have to get that up first. But ultimately, source wants you learning. Source wants you growing into the person who has those things. So if you picture your dream life, because if you're here listening to this podcast, you are an old soul, And I've said this on many episodes, instant manifestation is not for you. It doesn't mean it can't happen instantly. (laughs) You got to get used to the dichotomies because our human brain goes, wait a minute, those are, but the universe is like, no, it actually makes perfect sense. When you try to go after the instant manifestation and continuously think that it needs to be more and more and more and quicker and quicker and quicker, and it should have already been here by now, it ends up funking up your manifestation game. However, when you go into surrender, the most powerful place to be is I am willing to wait. 
And I know that most of you don't want to hear that. And maybe it just doesn't resonate. It's fine. But when I say to myself, I know that I am built for massive success and I'm willing to wait if that's what it takes. Like, take me on this journey. I show up 111% in my business. Take me on this journey. I will show up and I'm willing to wait if I have to, because I have to grow into the person that is having that life, as I just mentioned. So for my success or writing my book, people say like, when is it going to be done? It's 11, 11 right now. That's awesome. And I literally go like, I don't know, because I'm not willing to rush it to pump it out faster. It's already written. We're in editing. So right now it's actually the time that I need to take my time to make sure it's the most incredible book. And I am willing to wait because I know that it is going to be successful because to me, successful is impacting people's lives is really making a difference. And I know it's going to do that. So I am willing to wait. That energy is more sexy. Also, it takes the pressure off and then the writing process is more fun. So then the book is even better because the writing process is more fun because I'm not stressed while I'm writing. I'm always in flow when I'm writing. And that is, as you can see with energy, sort of the magic. So the reason I'm saying all of this is that in the journey of that, which you want being on the path is more important than the end result. And I say this to my clients all the time. You need to remember that up until the moment, the manifestation happens, it could seem like it's not happening. You could be dating and just feeling like you're never going to meet the one. But on Sunday you have a date coming up, but you haven't even met him. Like, I don't know, his name is, you know, Mark or whatever it is. And you know, it might be fine, but then he ends up being the one or they end up being the one. It's like, you don't know what is coming. So it is our job to trust in the process of it. So why, again, I'm saying this is it's so important. Life slows you down to give you time to embody. So let's assume you are going to manifest what you want because you're fucking made for it. And you're here for this. You're here for this life of freedom and expression and joy and vitality, of course. So you are going to do it. And the universe needs to know that you can handle it in your nervous system, in your mind, in your beliefs, in your energy. As I've said a million times, if they just dropped all the money you want on your doorstep, but nothing in your life changed, you would still be afraid of that, of how to manage it or that it's all going to go away or how people are going to take it or it's going to lose it. You're going to lose it. Or how are you ever going to make it again? Or you still won't like your body or you still will have, you know, a hard time communicating. It's like, they want you to grow and they want to see how ready you are. So because this whole system of spirit and the way that this life works is supportive and loving, they actually want you to succeed. So kind of like a child riding a bike, if I rush my son to learn how to ride a bike, that doesn't serve him. If I'm like, no, you have to learn how to ride it faster. It doesn't serve him. If I'm patient with him, if I give him time to wobble and don't even jump in and try to say, but for, you know, give him time to feel his own wobble and how to correct. And maybe even you fall off and maybe you get back up and that's why you have a helmet. And it's, it's the process. I'm patient. 
My son is taking way longer to like overnight potty train than my daughter's. And we're just patient because I know that he's not going to be an adult, hopefully (laughs) being the bed. Um, but it's just, it's okay. And if I gave him shit about it, of course I wouldn't, but I'm just saying if we had the attitude of like, come on, hurry up, that puts pressure. And that actually makes him probably more nervous and feel worse about himself, which is about himself, which is not supportive to learning how to do it. So if I'm kind and patient and compassionate, maybe he'll even learn quicker or it will be in divine timing. And I trust that it will happen. I trust that he will be potty trained, right? So I know that's a funny example, but with life and our manifestations, we get so bent out of shape. And the second that there's a pause or a delay or something appears, really hear me, when something appears that you're moving backward, we jump on the narrative of what it means. I'm stuck. I'm unclear. All these things that I was saying, and we get into this, ah, and we kind of deduce that we're never going to do it. I must not be made for this. See, I can't do it, but it is in rest that the muscle grows. When you are working out and you lift weights, you rip your muscle. That's why it's sore. And it is in rest that it grows back stronger. There are seasons, as I was talking about fall, of where the trees have no leaves and there's no signs of any buds or anything. Everything looks absolutely dormant. But do we run around freaking out? Am I like, neighbor Dave, our our tree doesn't have leaves. Do you think the leaves will ever come back? Like he'd be like, yo, dude, are you okay? <laughs> it's It's fall. It's the time of inward. And whether it's physically fall or it's just a season of inward, it might even be just be a day that you feel unclear or uncertain or whatever, or it's a a year or a few months or a period in your life. There is something that I call a sacred pause. And this is when the universe is stopping you or God's spirit, your angels, and they're really making sure that you're ready for that which you desire. Are you ready in your nervous system? Are you ready in your physical experience? Are you ready in your habits? Because if you're asking for more money, but you're avoiding paying taxes, you're not ready energetically. I'm not judging you at all. And I'm not saying you're not ready in your mind. But if you want more money, but your accounts are a disaster and you're always stressed about money and you're paying all your bills late, not just because you can't pay them, but just because of procrastination or whatever, that's energetic resistance and you're not ready. If you're wanting health, but you're never making any gesture toward that, again, no judgment, my love. I I can do all these things and I have. So this is just the way humans work. It's definitely, I am one of those humans. (laughs) But if you're not making any effort, you're not ready. If you're not feeling safe and secure in your nervous system, you're not ready. And it doesn't mean that nothing can come in, but for the grandness that you are desiring, for the huge visions of peace and content and abundance and travel and adventure and love and connection and excitement, all of that that you're wanting, you're maybe not quite ready and that's okay. I feel, again, as I mature, (laughs) um, I actually am okay with that. And I can look back now in no shame and go, my book was not ready five years ago, but I did five years of, I should be writing to myself. I should it on myself more than that. Cause I've known forever. I should be writing a book. I should be writing a book. And I, now I look back, I was not ready. And maybe right now I'm not even quite ready for what's coming. 
It's true. I'm not ready for what's coming. I am ready for my next level now, but am I ready for the grandiose nature of what my life will be in its totality? Not quite yet. I'm on a journey. So every year I can expand my capacity to receive more and earn more money and become healthier and happier and more stable in my nervous system. But we don't go from one to 10 overnight. The job is to stay on the path which includes veering from the path sometimes and coming back. So when there is a sacred pause, it is a call to come back home to yourself, to nurture your homestead, to practice, to be good to yourself, to nourish your body, to move your body, to have an engagement with spirit or your highest self, to continuously pouring pour back into your self-care. It's giving you time to organize your finances or start to make one little incremental change in the way that you're managing your money. It's giving you time to heal if you have really big blocks and really big limits coming up. It's giving you time to read the books you need to read to move you forward or take the courses or whatever. It's not a punishment. It's not that you're doing anything wrong. I use this example a lot, but the, the, our progression is just like our human progression, meaning that I said this again in in one of the last episodes, but like, I'm not hard on my son for not making $10,000 months when he's four years old. Like he's not ready for that yet. That's okay. That's not a fault. That's actually like he's four. (laughs) So as much as you are much closer than he is to all of the wild abundance in age and whatever else. Although maybe he'll be like a nine-year-old billionaire. Who the heck knows in this day and age with those kids and their YouTubes? Anyway, um, it it's okay to not be ready. It's actually a signal signal of maturity to be able to say I'm working on it. And every day I aim to get better. We don't start the exercise program and expect six pack abs tomorrow. We chug along, we work at it. And when we fall off, we come back. So the sacred pause is giving you time to integrate. And one of the biggest hooks, I will say this again, it's an assignment. It is a test to see if you're ready. And one of the biggest hooks that people do that either hooks them to manifest more of what they don't want in the sacred pause or hooks them to manifest more of what they do want is what they are making the sacred pause mean. Thank you for this pause to integrate more. Thank you for this pause to give me more time to rest. Thank you for this pause to give me time to open up to what is next, to consult my intuition to take a program, to hire a mentor, to go on more walks, to spend more time in nature, to meditate more. Thank you for this pause to practice because we receive who we are being. We receive what we are ready for, what we are already embodying. That is what we will receive more of. So it's giving you time to incrementally upgrade. So from here, if you're going, what do I do? Go back to the episode, either, um, you first boo or how staying on the path. That was just a few back because this is exactly what you do now is you practice coming home to you in the sacred pause. And for me, for any of you that have businesses for me, when I have a sacred pause in my business, it's only even in the last six months that when there's a pause, I don't go, okay, I need to put something out or else I will not make as much money or I got to keep this going. Or if I stop working, I stop making money. And I started changing that um, 
that uh, reality, I started changing that paradigm to go, I can take time for rest. And it doesn't mean my income goes way down. So then ideas and ways where I can have income come in, not whether I'm working or not, but meaning if I take a day off, if I take two days off, my income doesn't plummet, like setting those things up. I have one-on-one clients that pay me monthly. I have reoccurring things or payment plans, or, you know, there's things like memberships or whatever, setting myself up so that if I have to take two, three days off, I'm not losing all my income. I've learned to do that. Even with my one-on-ones, you know, if you've worked with me, when I take a week off or I take some time off, I just add it to the end of your mentorship. Like I've created a system that my clients go like, cool, because they're not losing anything. And they also get the best of me because I'm taking time to be in sacred pause. I embrace it now. And I make sure to tell myself again, for any of you entrepreneurs, I make sure to tell myself I'm allowed to take a sacred pause. And it doesn't mean that my income plummets. It doesn't mean that my business fails or my kids can't eat because I take a week off. That's in my energy. I embrace the sacred pause and actually it moves me forward. That being said, just to share about the importance of this and an example is, as I've been sharing with you guys, I'm turning 40 coming up November 4th. And, um, the next week after that, I am taking off a week from my one-on-ones from everything to embody my core values, to embody my next level energy, a week off where I am pouring back into myself even more. I've booked a massage. I'm going to immerse myself in nature. There might be some book writing because it's such a beautiful expression of who I am, but it's yoga, it's meditation, it's taking long showers. And I'm a mom of three. So it's not that all day, every day, that's all I'm doing. But instead of all these hours working, I take this time off to integrate and go back into myself and go for a walk every day and go down to the beach and maybe do a cold bath. Although that seems like not the right thing for me to do in fall. See the beginning of this episode for why. (laughs) Um, But to really pour back into me. And it's cool because right before that week starts, I'm actually at a spa overnight um, and getting like a pedicure and a massage and all this stuff. So it'll be a perfect week off. And your week off or your nurturing, your integration, it doesn't have to be massages. That just happens to coincide in something I decided to gift myself. But it's actually more about who I'm going to be being in that week, nurturing my core values, doing yoga, meditating, visualizing, seeing the future, working on this background project that I'm so excited about and really just being creative and being in my space, burning all my sage, doing all my weird drumming and my weird dancing and really living my best life. And that's what it looks like. The sacred pause should be and is intended to be time to integrate, time to practice what you've been learning, time to come deeper into yourself, time to set the fertile soil, as I've been saying, for your manifestation to land. So In wrapping up this episode, if you've been asking for more money and then you experience what doesn't feel like a sacred pause, it feels like a holy fucking shit moment where you're not making the money or you feel like you're on the line or income drops in some capacity or a big bill comes in, it is a test. It is a test not to be like sneaky or malicious. It's a test to see where you're really at. Are you really ready for the frequency of abundance or or are you going to go flailing vibrationally the second that something appears to be going wrong? Are you going to make it mean 
that this is bad, that you're not manifesting, that now you're fucked, that now you're screwed. Is that what you're going to make it mean? Or are you going to come back into faith and trust and go, okay, because this bill came or I have a lower income month, there must be a way. And I do this. Me and my husband both have our own businesses. We have three kids. There's times when it has been very scarce for abundance. And there are times when I've been like, okay, I don't actually know how this is all going to come together, all these different expenses in the next couple months or whatever, but there must be a way. And I get resourceful and I go into my spirit and we do anything from, you know, oh, that TV that we've been meaning to sell, let's just move it along because it's abundance, right? To thinking, channeling out a beautiful new offer or him feeling inspired to offer something in his businesses. We get resourceful. We figure it out instead of freaking out, flailing and pretending that it's all going downhill. So when you're in a pause, it is a fucking opportunity to actual, actually portal forward. If you meet a sacred pause and the medicine is going to be different for what you're going through, but if you meet the sacred pause, sacred pause from the energy of your highest self and do what it's calling you to do, it might be rest. It might be have faith. It might be ground down. It might be get help. It might be move through these really big things coming up. Make it mean something powerful. This pause means there's so much more on the way. This moment of lack of clarity is just a signal for me to come closer and deeper into myself, my intuition, and the next step will come. You're not going to stay where you are forever. You're not going to stay here forever. The clarity will come every single time. You will hear something, see something, have something told to you that will start to move you forward. It will. You'll have a click, you'll have a click, you'll get some rest, you'll, you know, you get nourished and fed and another day comes and all of a sudden the load lightens and you're like, okay, yeah. And I was just saying this to a client the other day, she had, like we all do, just a bunch of days of just feeling down and feeling overwhelmed and feeling depleted and not feeling as optimistic about business and other things. And she moved through it and we moved through it together and, you know, just loving and, and, and being with and validating going, it's okay to feel this. And how can you pour back into you and all this? But then as she moved through it, I was saying to her, as the fog lifts, there's this magic portal time where you can go, what was that teaching me? And she could very clearly see I had basically abandoned most of my self-care practices. There was lots of work, lots of kids not asking for the support she needed or the downtime or whatever, struggling with some of those things. There was relationships, friendship stuff going on that was, you know, kind of stressing her out and really emotional. And there had just been a lot. So she looked back and went, I need to take care of myself. I'm going for a hike today. I'm back to my apple cider vinegar. I'm back to doing this. I have a new employee, so we've got more help. Like she turned it around. But sometimes we are thrown into something to show us what we need to do. And either we go into it kicking and screaming and pretending that it's all downhill from here, or we allow it to be something that actually portals us forward. Because sometimes when you have the flu, like what else can you do except lay in bed and intermittently barf? (laughs) No, but all you can do is rest. When you have the flu, spirit isn't like, why aren't you building that website? Like, no, no, no. All the energies are telling you to just rest. A doctor would say rest. Your spouse or your mom or your kids would say rest, right? That's what you would tell a kid is to rest. Sometimes though, we need to rest 
And we get put into these phases or we get put into this energy of go, 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 go all the time. You can get food delivered to your house overnight or less than that (laughs) overnight. That would be very slow. (laughs) Uber eats comes tomorrow. Um, no, literally you can get food delivered to your house. Like instantly you can get Amazon to deliver something from halfway across the continent, basically overnight. Everything is fast and everything is more, more, more. So when we get a pause, it is uncomfortable. And we also then scroll Instagram and look at everyone else moving forward. And we're so aware that we're not moving forward, but this is your life and your assignment and your connection to your own path and your own spirit. And if you are being paused, if you feel stuck, stagnant, don't know what to do, or you're just feeling like things are not moving forward, it is an invitation to go inward, to integrate, to come home to yourself to meditate, to have a long bath, to go out, just go out into nature, just go out into nature and ask yourself, what is this time teaching me right there, right there? You are creating a new reality for yourself versus just being in it going, this sucks. We, we get to do that. And yes, it does suck. But as you move through your experience, you recognize that this is teaching me something. So it's almost like spirit is like actually showing you something really valuable and you're going, this sucks. So it's like, imagine you give yourself, you you know, you give your kid an heirloom necklace that has been in your family and, you know, it's really important. And she looks at it and she's like, ew, this is boring or this sucks. It's like, oh, like spirit's giving you the gift of a pause, giving you the gift of reflection giving you the gift of seeing what isn't working so you can move toward what is giving you the gift of seeing if you're ready. Literally the pause means the manifestation is waiting to land and they're just seeing if you're ready. Stop making it mean something so bad. I think that's where I want to end today. So I hope that this was supportive and can help you in this time when in doubt, focus on you, nurturing you, going inside going into you. Where do you feel most alive? Where do you feel most centered? Where do you feel most grounded? Where can you create some pause, some space in your breath, in your body, in your mind, in your schedule, in your energy? Where can you connect deeper and use that pause to propel you forward? Okay. I love you. If you were called to master the way you empath, (laughs) I would love to see you in empath breakthrough. You can check the link below. And if you haven't come yet to find me on Instagram or Facebook, you can at Talia Joy Manifestation. I'd love to see you there and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And before we go, I want to ask you a question. Have you grabbed your copy yet of Manifest This Shit? (laughs) Manifest This Shit is a law of attraction, coloring and activity book available on Amazon. And I am so excited about it. It is packed with beautiful, inspiring coloring pages, manifestation practices, tools, places to make notes and lists and write down your intuitive hits. There's so many beautiful pages in there. It's the perfect addition to your daily practice. So whether you use it to pass time instead of being on your phone, or you use it as a creative ritual, this book has pages for everybody. I know you're going to love it. So grab Manifest This Shit on Amazon. The link is below in the show notes.